Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's barely adequate with Chris and Jay. I'm Jay, and I'm Chris. <laughs> Good afternoon, Chris. You can call it good. I'll let I'll let you use that adjective. Ah, uh, what is wrong with you? Uh, fatigue, lack of sleep. And miscellaneous projects to do. Frustration with pets. Many things have already started the day off on a poor footing, but hey, I'm still here to do a show. As am I. How long do you think this should go on? Probably about now. That's probably Yeah, (laughs) yeah. What's going on there, Chris? Other than the Uh, before-mentioned woes. Yeah, it's minor things. I mean, weekend was good. Week was good. Fucking miners, dude. What are they trying to undercut your house? Drilling, you know, looking for gold or something? Yeah, they're underminers. Yeah. Alright, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I would say we could talk MMA, but I actually didn't get to watch any of the fights this weekend. Well, let's talk about the weekend before last then. Uh, which one was the weekend before last? Only the greatest, uh, MMA upset in the history of the sport. God, that was that long ago? I thought it was for two weeks. Two know. weeks is that long it's, ago. It seems like further than that. I should say. It seems like it was more than two weeks ago. Yeah. How quickly our news cycle rotates around here. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Oh, it's old news. Yeah. First, first I was upset. Then I was happy. Then I was like slightly sad. Then, then I was happy again. Um, it's been a roller coaster of emotions for me. It really, it has. How about you? How'd you feel about the whole thing? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> it was a, it was a thing of beauty. You weren't a Ronda Rossi fan before the fight? No, it's like I always say. I mean, it's along the same lines of, um, I'll say it with the Diaz brothers, I'll say it with Rousey, um, I'll even say it with Tyson, that at times these are people who are, in my opinion, despicable, not nice people. They do bad things or just come off straight up as assholes. But at the same time, I can do nothing to dis discount their prowess as fighters that they are good and I will never take that away from them I, I can enjoy them as a fighter I mean McGregor's the same way he comes off as such a dick but at the same time he his skill and ability cannot be discounted so it's just like you know I, I think he can hmm? yeah well, remind me to discount his ability later on but go ahead well it's, that's the whole thing still waiting for him to have a good challenge but so far but along the same lines with Ronda, that uh, 
I am, I am one of those people I'm eager to see the rematch between Holly and Ronda because every fight that Rousey has been in, she has gotten better with each fight. And, you know, her key mistake with this one was she kept chasing Holly around the ring. She, she kept going to her and letting her be a counter striker versus making Holly come to her and change up the game a little bit. Well, I, let's be realistic. That wouldn't have worked any better. What, 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 what would happen if Ronda, if Ronda just stood there and waited for her to come at her? She would have got right up into range and then picked her apart because she's not, because, uh, uh, Ronda's not going to, uh, do well, like in, a, in an outside striking game. You know, so she has, she has to move forward because she, there's no uh, place on her feet that's a advantageous position for her. Well, but that's what I mean. At the same same time, though, all you're doing is marching someone down around the ring, around the cage. All they got to do is wait for you to come to them. Right, that's right. But exactly what's your other what option? To change it up instead of consistently marching forward. And and I mean, you know, and do what? You you can't just stand there and but wait, at this, wait for the same come, come to you. You can't back it up. Isn't going to do any good. What what is your other option besides moving forward? Is what I'm asking. Well, but what I'm saying is by changing up the pace, trying to change up the fight versus just having the strategy of continually marching forward to her, back it up, change up the rhythm, change up the pace, it may open up more options because you can't 100% guarantee what, what Holly's going to do. Is she is she going to actually pursue Ronda or still sit back and make Ronda come to her? I mean, is it going to be a Damian Maya Anderson Silva thing, but to a better degree? <laughs> <laughs> or, or is it going to be a Carlos Condit type fight? I mean, that, yeah, you, you may be backpedaling a lot of the fight, but at the same time, you're landing more of the strikes, you're doing more, more, uh, offensively. But it, yeah, you got just to change, change up, make the, if you always, what is it they always say? They want, you should fight your fight, don't fight their fight. The whole pull fight, Rondo was fighting Holly's fight. She didn't, I, whatever, I don't know. Granted, whatever Rhonda's fight plan might have been, was Rhonda's mom right and her coaches are idiots? Or, I mean, you know, it's, there's so much crap that went into that. But, but yeah, it's like Tyson Buck, Buster Douglas. <laughs> it's just, it was like, oh, yeah, she's got this. Holy shit, she's down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, in retrospect, it's like, oh, well, shit, I guess that would happen if she can't really, you know, get a hold of the person. Because Holly did exactly what everyone said that she should do, you know, mm-hmm. she, everyone's like, Oh wow. She had such a revolutionary game plan. No, everyone, you read, I read at least three different MMA experts and agreed with them myself, what she would have to do to win. And they all said pretty much the same thing, which was exactly what she did. Everyone just didn't think she could actually pull it off. They didn't realize that, that she had the footwork, uh, and timing that she did. And the uh, strength. Yeah. And the strength too. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I don't know if it's true, but her co- coaches have claimed that she sandbagged her first two UFC fights. I could possibly see it, because if you look at her whole history in the UFC, all of her fights went to decision. Right. Until but now. Before, but before the UFC, she was in her, uh, uh, in her pre-UFC career, she was like six and seven for knockouts. Yep. Uh, she had said she joined the UFC with the intention of fighting Ronda Rossi. So. Yeah. Maybe she maybe she did hold back so that they wouldn't realize that you know she was quite as badass as she is. Yeah, do do just enough to win your other fights, but don't play all your cards to show them what you can do. Right, right, exactly. Because well, even yeah, for for I mean the biggest biggest threat for her, of course, is going to be the ground game against Ronda. If Ronda could take her down, but the whole first round of the fight, she threw one low leg kick. That was it. 
And Rhonda then, or, or Holly? Holly. Holly. Yeah. But then yeah. come the second round, that's when, you know, yeah, the kicks started opening up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she got that kick to the chin. That was, mm-hmm. that, you know, I don't know what, know what you want to call it, mule kick or almost. Uh, yeah. That was, which was pretty slick. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, watching, you don't really think about it, but watching Holly fighter, you're like, oh wow, Holly's the same size, if not even a little bit bigger than her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, which, and, and, uh, evidently, at least as strong, if not stronger, because she wasn't, when the few times that they did clinch up, Ronda wasn't able to just, you know, ragdoll her like she does most of these chicks. Right. Well, even once. And the, in retrospect, it had been more obvious. Yeah. Because, because think about it, uh, most of, she, you know, Ronda has been, you know, as an Olympic level judo player, uh, fucking did judo, uh, what she was, she was five or something ridiculously young like that, five or eight or, you know, young childhood stuff. Right. Uh, and she was fighting people that took high school wrestling, you know, classes or fucking, you know, Taibo and then transitioned to, to, uh, uh, Muay Thai because they, because ta- they taught that at the, uh, uh, gym that their, her, that, uh, of, you know, that her boyfriend right. was going to. Um, so, you know, she's fighting people that literally have somewhere between two and eight years of experience while mm-hmm. she has like fucking double that <laughs> right. at a, at a much higher level of training and competition. So no wonder she fucking schooled people, but she ran, then she ran into Holly who fucking has a comparable level of experience. And as far as actual fights, fight professional fights go way more. Cause you know, if you count boxing fights, she's mm-hmm. got fucking 30 something fights. Yeah. <laughs> Well, plus, that's always the the big know, plus difference. Plus, some kickboxing and MMA fights before the UFC. So, uh, yeah, I, I everyone's like, so, oh my god, it's such a shocker. I'm like, yeah, and don't get me wrong, I didn't think she was going to win either. But looking back, and I'm like, man, I was fucking dumb. <laughs> well, it's, it should have been pretty obvious what was going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's the key difference too of, and especially with the styles that they've had, um, grapplers want to get in close and grapple. Versus a level of striker like Holly, you have the footwork, you're evading the shots, you're evading any of the takedown. So, yeah, someone who's got that good of footwork and movement in the cage, that's the other, other thing that kept her well up out of, uh, you know, grappling with, with Rhonda. That, yeah, there's just a skill set that Holly had that I, I mean, I'm still surprised too, to an extent. Yeah, well, there's basically, I saw one move that made, changed the fight for me. And if I, if I had realized that Holly could do this, this easily, I, you know, I probably would have made a different decision on my, on who I thought was going to win. Cause everyone said, you know, uh, since, uh, Holly can't knock her out with her punches, which is still true. Holly hits harder than people thought, but, uh, yeah, Rhonda found that out quick with that jab where you saw her blink hard. Right, in right. The first round. As soon as but, I saw that, I'm like, oh shit, we got to fight. But everyone <laughs> said Rhonda would eat a jab and then grab her. But that's not what happened. Not because Rhonda wasn't willing to eat the jab, because she was. And she kept going, mm-hmm. coming right at the, the, it, it. But the jab would back her up a little bit more than I thought it would. But more importantly, whenever she did that jab, it was a sidestepping jab. She basically jumped to the side and jabbed. Yeah. Um. So, you know, so even when Rhonda came, uh, you know, kept on coming toward her, 
the combination of the two, the half a step sideways and the, the little hesitation from getting hit in the face gave uh, Holly enough time to step to the side every fucking time. So Ronda never came close to being able to grab her in, in all those exchanges where I had thought that would be one exchange and that would be it. You know, mm-hmm. jab, walk through the jab, grab her. You know, because I was like, well, she's not going to get a chance to hit her twice. And the thing that's the thing was, she did have a chance to hit her twice. She had a chance to hit her over and over again because that move kept on fucking working. You know? Yeah. Well, that's fucking what I mean. That, yeah. Well, even with that, that first jab that, uh, I mean, I can still picture it that just the look on Rhonda's face, that was one of those first, those moments when, you know, you see the, the overconfident fighter. You get used to seeing someone who's just going to, well, even go, to go clear back to the weigh-ins. Holy shit, Holly was so much in Rhonda's head that it was ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. But with that, that she first... hit me. What? No, she didn't. She put her she put her hand up like every other uh-huh. fighter fucking does, and you, you basically hit yourself. Grabbed, <laughs> yeah, you grabbed her arm and pulled her fucking arm into you so that her fist came into your face. Fucking stop well, hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Well, even her little talk to Joe after that. Well, I liked Holly. She's like, I was just over here having a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but then Rhonda, all her talk. I mean, the way she sounded like one of the mean prissy girls from high school. Yeah, yeah. No, this is what she did. I'm going to do this. That's what happened. I'm not going to take this. This is just going to happen. I'm like, oh, God, I really want to see you get your ass beat. And it happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I Man, the world just turned on her. Oh, my God. The, the memes, the internet hate, the ha, 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 I knew you were overrated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, bandwagon people. Yeah. yeah I, I still laugh at the, what are my favorite memes? Um, the, uh, oh, yeah, someone had a perfect shot of right before the, the, kick connects to her head and had the caption of bet you you wish you touched up gloves now huh yeah yeah i seen a bunch of variations of that yeah but Uh, uh, i saw chris tucker was quite popular in in two ways because i know myself i shared the the whole gif of you got knocked the fuck out yeah yeah there's all mean on on the two mixed martial arts forums i'm on there's a million different ones some really good ones too some professional quality looking shit yeah, I keep forgetting to go back to the forums. I've been, I've been, I actually have not been doing a lot of internet activity lately. It's been busy. But the, my other one though, I completely forgot. <laughs> the other use for Chris Tucker is from Rush Hour 2. Showed so would stand there when, when he's in the middle of all the, the guys in the fight scene. He's going, which one of y'all kicked me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that one too. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. There was a shitload of really good ones. There just really was. Uh, mm-hmm. They made some really good ones of the one where uh, Rhonda swung at uh, Holly, and Holly actually ducked under her. You know. Oh yes. Uh, I, I as soon as I saw that, I did the Chris Berman whoop noise. <laughs> <laughs> the best ones I think was where it looked like uh, um, they put horns on Rhonda and gave uh, Holly yeah. like a, a red a red cape. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The other good one I saw was, uh, you know, how the the ending the the, the ending sequence was uh, Holly hitting Rhonda, which staggered her, and then Holly actually pushed Rhonda down almost. Yeah. And then and then as Rhonda was getting up, Holly put her hands on her basically to get the range on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then as she finished standing up, he kicked her as she was turning. Yep. However, because of the of uh, the camera angles, there are there are. Uh, camera angles where it looks almost like Holly's helping her get up 
uh, with, uh, yeah. So what someone, so, so what someone did is they, uh, you ever seen the old James Brown, uh, concerts where, uh, oh, yeah, throwing James the cape Brown, on him. Yeah. Well, yeah. James Brown would get all worked up and they, oh, I got it. They throw the cape on him and then they pull the cape off and he pop up. Well, that someone did a, a, a gift for that where Holly has got a cape <laughs> over and pulls it off. Rhonda pops up <laughs> and then she kicks her in the head. <laughs> I can oh, just fucking awesome ones out there. Uh, the one my wife said that she saw that I missed somewhere, but it was uh, bedtime stories with Holly Holmes, and it showed like uh, Holly Holmes uh, or camera, or someone like photoshopped her face onto someone like you know Grandma sitting in the rocking chair reading a story, and then it shows Ron just laying there on the mat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to wallow in her uh, fucking uh, fucking defeat. So, what else you got? Um, uh, let's see. We've got. What is it? There's the Fight Pass event that's this weekend. Ben Henderson. Should we put bets on if he's going to have his toothpick or not? Oh, God. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> because Just because he has it doesn't mean we'll see it. So, you know, right. that's a sucker bet. <laughs> and then I've got, uh, let's see, coming up on the, I'm trying to remember my dates, it's the 12th, isn't it? December 12th. Oh, God, this car looks fucking horrid, by the way. The one this weekend? Yeah, yeah, I hate these fucking type of cards. I know I I I have fairly confident. That's why it's that's why it's Three. essentially free. Uh, four. Okay, four out of the what eleven fights? I think I, I know it well. No, four. Yeah, four. And I'm gonna have to fucking do research for all the rest of them. I hate research. I just like fucking knowing. I'm doing well this season. I'm I'm number one in both my two uh, in both the two leagues I'm in, and number two in money in both the two leagues I'm in. Yeah, Jorgensen um, blew my parlay this weekend, this last God. weekend. The only reason that I'm not number one in money in the other league is because the guy that's number one is number one for the entire fucking website. He's got 250000 or so or so right now. Yeah? Yeah, fucking Team Quest North. Uh, he uh, bet on Holly. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, I did uh, kind of laugh cause after our Twitter within our fantasy league and Telling people that you know anyone who anyone who scores over sixty points on the pitch, and you score fight, 61, and I could score sixty one. <laughs> arrogant prick. Yeah, I don't I don't know why, how I'm still in first. I must have did I must have killed it at first three or four events because these last three or four events I've done mediocre at best. You know, yeah. I keep on coming like third or fourth. You know, that's uh, the thing is that well you hit didn't you hit a parlay and Dollar Height hit parlay this weekend didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, about eight thousand on a parlay plus. I always bet on the individual parlay. And it was only, and it was. Ooh, what was that? Oh shit! <laughs> sorry about that. Huh? Uh, my bad. Uh, sorry, I had a uh, video audio auto auto oh, auto play me. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, hate that shit. But yeah, yeah, I, I it was only a two-person parlay though, but both of them were fairly big dogs. Right? But I knew, I just knew, and, okay. I, and I bet on them as well. So it was eight thousand for the parlay plus like I think five or six hundred from one and seven or eight hundred from another. I ended up getting like ten grand or something off of it. Yeah, well, that's all things I would have if Jorgensen. Uh, I'm so I'm so mixed on Jorgensen. He's another one of those fighters now. Whenever I pick him, he loses. When I don't pick him, he wins. Right. And yeah, he's done, dude. He's done like dinner, dude. He's fucking lost like six out of the last nine in the last three in a row. Well, I had him picked for the parlay because I figured he'd at least work out a decision looking at their stats and stuff. And I stats. Well. So, I was looking at the stats. Statistically. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of betting, did you... Uh, it would have been 14000 on my parlay if it fucking hit for him. Did you hear about Vegas Dave? 
Vegas Dave. Who's Vegas, that? Vegas Dave. This guy, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, he's got a time traveling DeLorean uh, and a one of them sports album books yeah. stuck tucked away someplace because this is what he's pulled off so far. He, uh, I found out about him because he bet twenty thousand dollars on. Uh, uh, or ten or twenty—I can't remember the exact numbers—on on Holly Holmes, and then ended up winning about two hundred forty thousand dollars. Damn, um, that's nothing. He actually had to—he had a hard time finding someone that would take his bet because <laughs> three years ago he had the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He bet—he bet eight thousand dollars and won two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Because these are all ones that he—he he, made—he does extreme future bets. He always do—he always does them at the beginning of the season, right? Right. The following year, he had the Red Sox. He put down $30,000 to win, and he won $340,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he had the Rangers when they were in last place in the AL to win the West uh, this year. He put $80,000, and he won $580,000. Uh, then then he bet, I don't can't remember, what, it doesn't say what the actual money is. Then he had the Royals uh, for the, Super, for the uh, uh, World Series and made $2.5 million off that. Jesus. And now they won't they won't take his bets anymore. So now he has now he now he has a website where he gives people betting advice. <laughs> but holy shit, dude! How do you, I mean, I can see once, twice, but within a, uh, within uh, three years, he had like five mm-hmm. or six ridiculously, you know, uh, I'm sorry, actually, actually, probably what four four ridiculously uh, long shot bets pay off on him. Mm-hmm. He knows something, dude. He's from the future. I just got to start using a straw man to place his bets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, someone, someone you trust, I suppose. Yeah. Well, there he, we go. He, just, looking... he only bet, he only bet on Rossi on Holmes for fun. He goes, I just had a hunch. He goes, I, you know, he goes, I, I didn't have any inside information on one. He goes, it was just ten grand, so I figured, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, looking at the bets within our fantasy league. Is actually uh, Mr. Dollar Height did not win on his parlay. He did he not. Actually, no, he put down four thousand on Magni to win. Oh, well, I knew Magni was going to win, although it was closer than I liked, but I didn't have the guts to do it. I think I put down on Magni and uh, some no-name guy that uh, I read an article on that you know, said that he had a pretty good chance of winning, and he was a pretty severe underdog on our uh, betting site, so I was like, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> so, Where's my and to make it even more interesting, not only are, is our league number two, uh, on the entire uh, for, uh, for our weight class with the welterweights, uh, uh. which we, we would be number one if fucking Fallen Angel hadn't had that horrible fucking ten point uh, oh. uh, fucking event. He normally does he normally does pretty good, but he had he fucking screwed the pooch on that one, dude. And, yeah, and it brought our average down really fucking big. <laughs> uh, but on, on top of that, in my other league, the, we are number one in the light heavyweight uh, division. Nice. So you know, I feel like I'm having a good season. At one point, I was number ten. Then I dropped to number thirty. Then I dropped to number seventy. And then now I'm back up to like number fifty something. So uh, I'm not gonna, you know, be like tied. There's, there's only three events left. So I imagine I'll probably end up somewhere in the top one hundred unless I really fucking screw the pooch. Yeah, <laughs> which is entirely possible. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll sniff the top ten again. Uh, probably miss too many points over the events for that. Wait a minute. There's Hold two Dun, there's two Dong Young Kims on this yeah, fight yeah. card. On the same card? Wait. One's got <laughs> a hyphen in his name. Oh, that's You got the stun gun's got the hyphen in his name. Oh yeah. Is he on this card? I know it's the one down uh you know, the other guy. I was like, Oh, yeah. not the cool Dong Young Kim. Uh, let's see, he is he the stun yeah, he's a stun gun. Is I he? freely admit uh, with the different names that every now and then I I mix up the the stun gun with the Korean zombie. 
It's funny. Yeah, the very first, the curtain jerkers, there's a, there's a Dong Hyung Kim without the hyphen and the, the maestro. Ah, against then, action-packed Dominique Steele. <laughs> hard to say that without laughing. Yeah, there's not many people I know on this card. Where are they fighting at again? Okay. South Korea, yeah. they're in Seoul. Yeah, which is why Ben Henderson is headlining it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's half South Korean. Is he? Yes, he is. Okay. Glad you know these facts. Mm-hmm. That's where All get I know is he, he fights out of my state that he's over in Seattle. That's the only reason we had a UFC event in Seattle. <laughs> I'm rooting for Doohu Choi over Sam Cecilia just because Doohu Choi is a fun name to say. <laughs> Doohu versus Sam. <laughs> You gotta get like that weird pause in there between the names, otherwise it doesn't sound like a video game like it should. Yeah. Uh you been watching any TV at all? I have watched a little TV. I've almost finished with the first season of The Flash. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, it was just, re- you know, it was just uh, uh, spoilers. Uh, it was just revealed to me that the Reverse Flash is that Doctor guy. Although okay. they haven't shown how that's possible yet, I imagine time travels probably yet. That was that was his future him beating up his past him in that episode would be my guess. You'll find out. <laughs> Man, my throat feels rough. I can't imagine why. Ah, okay, quit smoking that harsh shit. No, it couldn't have been the ridiculous opera singing. That might that be a too. poor idea. I have, you know, I've, there's been many times where I abused my voice and I end up getting sick the next day, which makes no sense. Obviously, a virus doesn't know whether or not you were, you know, saying too hard. <laughs> inflammation of the tissues make them more, more vulnerable to infection. Nah, that can't be right, is it? Yeah. <clears throat> Let's not ask the medical professional. I mean, that basically means I should go take some ibuprofen right now, huh? And some whiskey. No, no, no. I don't. <laughs> no. I'm very tired. I'm so tired. Uh, let's see. You've been playing Hearthstone. That's a fun game. You should, you should try it. It's fun. Try it. God, I am so far behind on my games, period. It. It's free. So it's what free. I, mean, I know it is, but then you have to buy in. No, no, no. Uh, you can actually, I mean, if, if I, you... I'm the you, type that buys in, dude. That's why I don't do those games. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's relative. Relatively cheap, you know, like a pack of cards is like a dollar ninety nine or some shit like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's cheap when you're only buying the one pack. Right. Uh, nah, I need ten. Yeah. Well, they'll I, sell you. They'll sell you. Uh, I think a forty pack for fifty bucks. <laughs> See, that's what I mean, though. My, my my personality with those type of games, I know. I get. I I am a sucker for the buy in and the buy up and bigger, better. Random. Well, it is nice that uh, they give you ways to earn gold, so you can buy packs. It's a hundred gold per pack. Mm-hmm. And like uh, when I got up to date, the, the my my uh, today's quests, uh, they have uh, three different forty point quests, forty gold quests. Where if you know, and they're all the same thing. One of them says like you know, win two games playing a priest deck or a druid deck. And the other one's like win two games uh, playing a, a paladin deck or a hunter deck. So I've been rotating through decks trying to play, uh, trying to beat people. Uh, because if you manage to finish all three of them, well, then you'll have enough points for a free uh, uh, pack, mm. which is nice. It's, so it's, it is nice that they give you. And then right. there's other ways, like in addition to the quest, whenever you win three games, you get uh, uh, 10, 10 gold. So if you you know were committed to it, you could uh, at least you know and you want to play mm. all day, you could at least earn one or two packs, unless you're just horrible. Yeah, I'm good. My time, my. 
I've even given up on a lot of my Facebooking time and other things just because there's so many other things that have become priority and taking my time with my workouts being part of that. Right, right. Because oh, I've been I'm as of, I'm still going to get to this band, huh? but stomach fat. Yeah. Well, as of today, I'm up to, this is 22 days in a row that I've done some type of activity. I'm doing, at a minimum, every other day I'm doing uh, Red Hot Core and Eight Minute Arms. And then still doing walking and uh, DDP yoga routines mixed in through the week. Sundays have been kind of my rest day lately. Like yesterday, all I did was my eight-minute arms and some stretching. But yeah, I'm 20, 22 days in a row now. Or well, today's twenty. Today's twenty-third day. Yeah, today's the twenty-third. So I'll be going out and getting my workout in a little bit. But I'm down to uh, yeah scale today. I was happy to see two twenty-five point eight. I was down to 225.2 a little bit last week, but then over the weekend. Now, this weekend was actually a fun, a fun bit too, because, um, I got to hang with my brother that I, I, we don't get to do that too often anymore because of distance between us. But it was the first time in a couple of years that we just, uh, did dinner with my wife and daughter and got to see my nieces for a little bit. And then, uh, I took them home, came back, picked them up from his hotel and we went to one of the local bars and, Sat out for like good three hours watching the, one of the college football games, having a few beers and just chatting about this, that and the other thing. So it was, we're, we were joking about our age as well. Cause my brother, my brother's got a better hairline than I do, but, uh, he's got a shitload more gray going on. <laughs> and we walked into this bar. It's one of the local, uh, how would you know? Huh? How would you know? How if he know? has more gray, if he has more gray hair than you and his beard. Oh, okay. <laughs> you see where I was going with that? <laughs> yes, yes. He's got more hair, period. Uh, but yeah, we walked in the bar and there's a guy just kind of standing there and, uh, he just says, Hey, how you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm doing good. And, you know, we went and grabbed a table and I didn't, I'm used to the random locals just saying hi and stuff around some of the bars. It's a small enough town. And then it was about a half hour after that, I figured out that guy was actually kind of the bouncer checking IDs on the different people coming in since we are a college town on a Saturday night. <laughs> uh-huh. As I looked at my brother, he said, oh, I finally figured out that guy's checking the IDs. And he goes, yeah, you notice he didn't even blink twice at us. And I said, well, yeah, between your gray and my hairline, that's kind of we're packing our IDs out in the open. <laughs> yeah, I still look like I'm 12, you know, a very sexy 12, you know. A very tall, sexy 12. A very tall, sexy fit 12, actually. Okay, now you're getting creepy talking about a sexy 12-year-old. Yeah, well, it's only because it's myself. Normal normal 12-year-olds aren't sexy, but I am. Yeah, so, but as far as, uh, <laughs> as far as the uh, workout shit goes, it's, uh, um, going okay, I guess, you know, uh, I decided to stop adding weight and try to get some of the fat, rid of the fat, because my, uh, Body fat percentages were getting a little bit higher than I like, and I was getting a little uh, jiggly in the middle, which I'm not a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the, again, remember these numbers are always going to be a little bit off because I think uh, my scale uh, underestimates my body fat. Like mm-hmm. uh, when I was down to 169, it said I was at like five or six percent, and I don't think that was true. It was probably more like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before I decided to cut some of the calories out and lose a little bit of weight, I got up to 195, but it said that uh, my body fat was high as 11 or 12%, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not a big fan of. So, um, so I, uh, especially since it said 11 or 12, it was probably close to 14 or 15. Uh, 
So I decided to uh, cut some calories out uh, without changing anything else. So I'm still doing the exact same workouts, lifting weights, the yoga, all that good stuff. Um, my weight hasn't gone down that much. It, 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 I've, I've seen it in the two weeks or so, two or three weeks since I decided to do this. I've seen it bounce back up to as high as 195 after uh, me gouging, gorging. But mm-hmm. mostly it's saying 192, 193 now. Uh, but my body fat has is already back down to like the high tens, for the most part. I've high tens, low elevens most of the time. So I've already kicked a, a whole point off that consistency. It looks like, and in in certain cases, you know, in certain days as high as two points. Um, I'm shooting for seven or eight. Uh, I'm hoping that I don't drop below 190 doing this, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling I probably will. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember yeah. what what style of scale you got again that you use for. Measuring your body fat. It's it's one of the ones that has like the sensors on it where you step on it, it uses like electrical uh, impedance to. Okay, uh, so it's just the it's just the stand up one. It's not the one that's both got the the foot and the the handlebars. No, no, no. So that's why I said you know that's why I don't think it's all that accurate. I just use it because it's going to be the same inaccurate every time. Right. So like it doesn't really matter what the number is. If I lose three percent, then I lost three percent. Doesn't it might not have been ten to start off with, it might not be seven now or whatever the numbers are, but it's most likely that I actually lost body fat. If it mm-hmm. it might it might not even be three whole points. You know, like it like I said, even the even the basic numbers will be might be off, but it, I can tell what direction I'm going. Yeah. It could just be you have really lean legs. <laughs> right. Which I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't checked yeah, my yeah. I haven't checked my body composition composition numbers lately. I'm going to do that next week because yeah, next week will be the first, so it'll be right. time for another check in, do some pictures, do all that stuff, and get some measurements yeah. again. Try to lose my little bit of body, my little bit of wiggle in the middle uh, before my J- mid January two year update comes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get myself all buff for it. Uh, Try to impress everybody, you know. Go, because <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you want to be fit, and yeah, you want to be healthy, but you want to look good too, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying. Fuck, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm about a week or uh, I can't remember if it's first week of December or second week of December. I've got my annual physical and stuff to go in for. I already had lab work done a month before, just because of prescriptions and stuff. I have to get my lab work done so every so often, but it's always that nice thing of a. I know since the last time I went and had a checkup, I'm down probably at least five pounds. So. Ironically, I'm, I'm I'm almost exactly the same weight as I was the last time I got a checkup, which is far which is uh, uh, longer ago than I uh, thought. Uh, Facebook told me yesterday, I think it was the last. You know, I posted it. I went to get a checkup, and mm-hmm. they said I was six seven, which surprised me because I thought I'd shrink some. You know, mm-hmm. getting older and weighed 194 pounds. I'm like, that's fucking exactly what I weigh right now. <laughs> and I'm still six seven, but I was like, you know, uh, but I'm a completely differently built uh, six seven, 194 pounds than I was four years ago. Right. Even though, well, yeah. yeah, it's like I I had that talk with my doctor a couple of years ago too, and I had one of those times when I hit a plateau, and I'm like, well, shit, you know, my weight's not going anywhere. But that was when I still regularly doing my monthly measurements and, and pictures and stuff. Now I'm, now I kind of do it every other month, uh, with where I've kind of leveled off for a little bit. But, uh, uh, yeah, I did that checkup and my weight hadn't budged from where it had started that month, but I dropped a couple inches in various areas though. So it's just that, it's that recomposite, recomposition of your body of converting some, and 
I know it's a misnomer to say, you know, you're turning fat in the muscle because you're, you're not, it's totally two different tissue groups, but you're turning fat weight into muscle weight. So that, yeah, right. you are slim. you're slimming up. Your weight's not really going anywhere, but at the same time, you're losing the inches because you're shrinking up the fat and building up your muscle mass. Right, right. You're not turning the fat into muscle, but you're doing two things at the same time. You're, yep. you're burning fat and also building muscle. Yeah. Which I, I can tell, I mean, <laughs> I told my wife the other day, it's one of those things, it's still that bit of vanity, and I guess that's why they call it a vanity mirror that they have on my dresser. But, I mean, there's times when just I'm stretching and you catch yourself looking at it in the shadows and the lights are just right that you can see that, wow, you're actually starting to get a little bit cut in the arms and, you know, my, my moves are definitely turning into pecs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, dude, I'm still super skinny, but I'm going to surprise some people, uh, you know, mm-hmm. especially, especially ones that have been paying attention. Like that's all the, uh, the 170 pictures, you know, the 169 yeah. when I was, you know, uh, looked like uh, a Holocaust survivor. Mm-hmm. I was I was in shape then because I was like because I was working out fucking six days a week and you know for six hours a uh about well about uh, seven and a half hours a week because I, at that point I was still doing the same yoga program and doing the pull ups and chin ups all I added uh, once I started taking the weight gainer was the weightlifting which and which is another uh, half hour three day three days a week which brought me up from like six and a half hours I'm sorry I think right I mean, yeah six hours of yoga. And then an hour and a half. Okay, yeah, I was doing seven and a half. So mm-hmm. now it moved me up to nine. And yeah, uh, but but that makes a but the fucking weightlifting and the uh, twenty five pounds that I added it make that made a big difference. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's what I, I mean. The, and the difference for me, um, looking back at my weight numbers, it was definitely a change during the summer. That overall the amount of time that I'm working out, I've only increased a little bit. But it's that change up of the workouts of doing um the walking as well as the DDP yoga that yeah, I've I've dropped about eight, nine pounds since uh about the middle of May when I first started doing walking on a regular basis. Versus before that I'd been stuck on a plateau of about the same three to five pound range for a good six months. So it it helps to change up the workout and do different things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I can. I think I can stay on the same schedule that I'm on right now because it's such wildly different things. You know, I do the double black diamond three days a week. Uh, the other three days a week, I do stand up with the red hot core. So even though I'm doing both of them three days a week, sometimes switching them up back and forth between them, then mm-hmm. adding in the weightlifting three days a week in the evening and the pull-ups and chin-ups three days a week in the evening, which isn't actually true. Um, <laughs> on Mondays, I don't do anything in the evening. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, which is my day where I don't, where I wouldn't normally do anything at all, that's mm-hmm. when I do my pull up and chin, my, you know, my pull up, my third set of uh, pull up and chin ups. I do those in the morning because right. they only, you know, they only take a half hour, and my uh, yoga stuff only takes about an hour. So to me, it's still an easy day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do that because on Sunday, uh, uh, you know, I'm on Monday, I just worked out better that way, and mm-hmm. I don't want to do it Sunday when I get off work because that's it's the start of my weekend. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I've, I've found too, definitely for me that I, with my, I know there's people that, you know, do full workouts every day of the week. And if that works for you, go for it. Um, but I found at least for my body, especially for, for the wear and tear on it, I need that rest day. And the big thing I've noticed in, even from yesterday that, um, uh, 
I hit the scale yesterday morning between having worked out for six days in a row and I could feel I was getting sore. So there's some muscle inflammation that's going on and joint inflammation and that causes you to hold on to some of the fluid in your system. Plus, you know, having a couple beers and, uh, first fried food I've had in two, three weeks when my brother and I were at the pub that I got up Sunday morning. My weight was 228.6, I think it was. But for clean, eating clean yesterday, hydrating well, watching my sodium and just taking a rest other than doing my eight minute arms, that yeah, I dropped nearly three pounds by just flushing my system out yesterday. Right by, right. by letting the inflammation go down and getting the sodium out. So it's that's why I I definitely tell for for weight loss purposes that's what's been working for me since I've been doing this you know daily thing that Sunday's the great rest day for me that I still do you know either the red hot core eight minute arms at a minimum or I even did uh, red hot core and some freestyle uh, DDP yoga uh, mm-hmm. weekend before just to get some extra stretching in. Because especially right. for my hips with the, with my bursitis and stuff and got the cold weather snap around here, my arthritis is not happy with it. But because uh, I've got like a quarter inch of frost on my front porch because it never sees the sunlight. <laughs> it just keeps building up each day. <laughs> Alrighty, sir. I know you said you have stuff to do. Yeah, I get to go play out in that frosty outdoors. and At least it's up in the mid to upper 30s today. We haven't gotten the snow you guys have gotten. Oh, we have yeah. that in the it's forecast tomorrow. 15 inches. That wasn't all that awesome. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Michigan gets a lot of snow. Oh, you know, I know. It's, it, not only is it pretty far up north, it gets all that lake effect snow, yep. too. Yeah. But, yeah, we got to do our uh, garden cleanup still. Got to go out and pull up some of the plants and other things like that. I did, like, a hour project the other day of winterizing the chicken coop because things had gotten cold enough that their water dish was freezing on a daily basis. So <laughs> they have happier chickens now. Yeah, I imagine so, yeah. All right, uh, next week, uh, we'll, let's talk about uh, that uh, Alaskan wilderness show, not the fucking Bush people one. Those people are idiots. Uh, the good one where the uh, people that are related to uh, Jewel uh, are, are homesteading up in the Alaska wilderness. That'll be fun. Do your research if you haven't seen it already, sir. <laughs> I'm in the middle of trying to finish up Jessica Jones. That's what I've been watching. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I I want to watch that, but I, my, I think my girl wants to watch it, too, so I'm trying to set it up so that oh. you know I watch it with her because you know how rare that is for... Uh, right. Right. But yeah, I'm, in, I'm in that boat of trying to watch American Horror Story with my wife that uh, we started off with good intentions of, uh, and somewhere we fell uh, like five episodes behind. <laughs> So, <laughs> versus, I'm, versus I'm on top of it with the rest of my shows, but yes, I'm I'm a good husband. That there's a couple shows that the two of us get to watch together, so I do not sneak ahead on the episodes. Right? Yeah, I did it on Game of Thrones, and I had guilt about it afterwards. Cause <laughs> she, well, because she's so nice that like if I've watched something before, she doesn't want to watch it. I'm like, no, I'll watch it again. I like watching, you know, some of the, mm-hmm. especially on something like Game of Thrones where you miss so much the first time through. But you know, no, let's watch something else instead. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Should have told you that I watched it. I'm too honest for my own good. I'm going to start lying to you. Uh, All right. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Uh, As always, if you need to get a hold of me, I'm PassiveJ on most media. I'm PassiveJ on the Twitter. I'm PassiveJ on the Gmail if you want to email me. I don't know why. You can tell me anything you need to on Twitter. You you should follow me on Twitter, too. If you follow me and then tell me that you're a real person and not a bot, I'll follow you back. Unless you're an asshole, in which case I'll probably mock you and make fun of you. (laughs) 
Uh, you can catch me over on Twitter too at, uh, underscore duckman underscore. You can catch us both over on Facebook and catch us on our page for the podcast, uh, barely adequate. Uh, check out my blog, making it through the middle over on blogger.com. I'm still being pretty good about keeping that updated on a weekly basis. And yeah, I think that about does it. Awesome. Anything That's else good. to throw out there right now? Have a good thanks. Giving uh, American type folks, Canadian well, have type good Thanksgiving, folks. Even if you're not American, fuck, just go out and eat and go. Fuck, I'm thankful for shit. It yeah, have, you know? have a good Thursday, folks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, go celebrate Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the day that you're thankful for shit. You don't have to be American to be thankful for shit. Well, hell, most of you guys are cooler than Americans are more thankful for sh- about shit anyway. So, go for the it. Canadians already beat us to it. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because my long haired calico just crawled out from underneath a knitted Afghan blanket and she looks like she stuck her tongue into a light socket. Um, All the static that she's generated, her hair is going a thousand different directions. That is really amusing for us to know this, yeah. Yes, I can paint a good visual picture. Now she's cleaning herself and trying to look at me in disgust like fuck you for making fun of me. Huh, Juju? Yeah. Joe Kitty. You gonna say hi? That's amazing. She's the one who talks all the time, but she doesn't say shit when she's in here during the podcast. So, <laughs> anyway, folks, uh, until next time, may your week be blessed and your body mass be less. Yo, dog, that guy is so out. He is secret out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.